0: Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I often point out to people that you get married in a church, you get divorced in court. And that's because there is a legal aspect as well as a ceremonial aspect to the marriage concept. And so it's an interesting idea. And Brian sent me notes to Steve. Did you see the story? A couple found out their marriage wasn't official after discovering their expired marriage license. And uh, the wife wrote, We spent $30,000 not for a wedding, but for a social gathering. So Insider.com ran the story. Mara Layton wrote it. As she rifled through papers to find the marriage certificate needed to sign her husband up for health insurance, uh, Madeline found an unwelcome discovery. Their marriage license hadn't been sent to the appropriate court after their wedding. She told that on TikTok, and she and her husband, William, had a marriage that was not legal, apparently. Everyone thought it was legal except for the state because the documents hadn't been filed yet. So if you've ever been married, you know. you got to go someplace and, and apply for a license, and they give you the license, and it lasts for a certain period of time within which you need to go and have a ceremony where an officiant will ask you some questions. You will make some statements, often in front of witnesses, guests, and other people. And then afterwards, the officiant will sign it. Uh, witnesses might sign it. Uh, the parties themselves might sign it. And that document gets filed back where you got it from, quite often with the county. So I know that like Oakland County Circuit Court, the court clerk's office is right here. And there's a counter right over here. There's a bunch of other counters and there, are all the various clerks for the county. And that's where you would get that. And that's how you'd fill that out. So here's the thing. The woman says, this is the portion that the officiant was supposed to send to the probate court to legitimize our marriage. And she, of course, had that in her hands. And she said, it expired nine days ago. So we are not married, referring to her and her husband. They're they're married now, but they weren't when she made the TikTok video. She said, we spent $30,000 not for a wedding, but for a social gathering. And she actually put a word in front of social gathering that's not family friendly. (laughs) She said, now we've got to go to the courthouse and get married. She said, holding up a glass of wine, congrats. (laughs) Now, in the U.S., most states require a marriage license, and the officiant must return it to the county clerk after the wedding. Um, And I'm not sure that the law says the officiant actually has to physically do it themselves, but somebody's got to get it back there, and the officiant is the one who's responsible for that. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but To conduct a wedding ceremony, you don't have to actually have a lot of credentials. It's very, very easy to go on the internet and become ordained in something that will allow you to officiate weddings. I know people who do this. Uh, In fact, I know uh, I was at a wedding not so long ago where the mother, I believe, of the bride actually was the officiant. And she'd gone online because her daughter said, would you like to perform the ceremony? Her mom said, sure. So there's mother, daughter, and... the groom over here, and they're they're the three up there talking during the ceremony. And so someone's got to get it back to the clerk's office. And so the marriage license often says, you know, this is up to the officiant to make sure this happens. So uh, the woman here noted that her grandfather officiated the wedding, and in a follow-up video, she told viewers that it was the first ceremony he had ever officiated couple was not mad about the misunderstanding. They were just uh, a little bit curious as to how they'd get this fixed. So people were asking her questions and she was answering them. And she noted that they had not returned the certificate because instructions from the court had explicitly stated that returning the license to the court was the sole responsibility of the officiant and not the couple's responsibility. But if you see this thing that's got to be turned into the court and it says must be turned in by the officiant... If you can get it there faster and efficient, you get it there. And they say, hey, where's the efficient? You go look, isn't it more important you got that certificate? Because I think that's what they would tell you. I did give him the option to leave if he wanted to, because it would be the cheapest divorce the wife noted about her husband. Or at the time the question was whether or not he was really her husband. And he didn't. And her husband responded, fours don't get tens. So he was being very nice. <laughs> Saying that he was uh, you know, punching above his weight, as they say. So the woman explained that the couple didn't place our entire marriage off of the government's approval, but they did need to be legally married to enroll in health care within a designated enrollment window. And there are other things that come along with being married. They wanted to do that. So the couple was 10 days past the expiration date. She said the courthouse was willing to make an exception and legalize their marriage. We'll get back to that in a second. She said, we are officially married now. We are officially married now. So Insider.com reached out to them for comment, but apparently it pressed them, hadn't gotten a response. But let's get back to this, that they're 10 days late, and they've got a document that says this license expires on this date if not returned to us, executed properly. 10 days later, you walk in at the court clerk and go, hey, look, <clears throat> don't know what to tell you here, but this is 10 days late. I'm sorry. And the clerk goes, don't worry about it. Takes it and does something with it. That might not do it, because I suspect that if it ever came down, as they say, push comes to shove, it would require a court order, most likely, to make sure that worked, meaning that a judge would have to look at that and go, yes, it's 10 days late, but for whatever reason, justice requires that we accept this, and a court order accompanying that would make it legal. But as it sits right now, and again, this is going to vary very wildly from state to state, but you've got a clerk's office. And the clerk, by the way, does not make rulings on matters of law. The clerk's job is to accept things for filing, to hand things out that need to be filled out, and accept them for filing, and then put them where they need to go. So someplace, there's a register where they actually keep all of the certificates that indicate who got married in that county, that year. And so if somebody's going through that register and they find one where it says accepted for filing on this date and expires on this date 10 days earlier, there is a disconnect there. And I'm not saying that I want bad things to happen to people. I'm not saying I I, I like the way these rules work, but the rules are there. And the rules are quite clear. So they say the certificate is good till here or this license is good till here and it gets turned in here, and it's obviously late, then there is something that needs to be remedied there. So we don't know when she says that the courthouse was willing to make an exception. Well, the courthouse, um, I assume she means the court, and the court is willing to make an exception. But was she in front of a judge on this? Or was she simply in front of the clerk? Because the clerk probably cannot make an exception on their own behalf. They would probably have to go to a judge and say, got this 10 days late, but the people had a wedding, they got witnesses, they had an officiant, they, they've been acting like they're married, everything except this document didn't get filed on time. Because you can imagine, let's suppose we mailed the document back and it got tied up in the mail. Things Things can happen where that document comes in late. So it's probably not fatal with respect to the law. The law probably says that if the circumstances require, you could accept these things late. But it probably would be better if a judge glanced at it and said, you know, I should probably attach an order that says this thing was filed late, but for the reasons of jurisprudence, <laughs> making something up here. <laughs> We're going to allow this late filing and say that this is a good wedding, good marriage. So it's a fascinating story, but it gets back to that whole aspect of how in our culture, Weddings and marriages, like I said, take place oftentimes in churches, country clubs, nice yards, (laughs) places like that. (laughs) And then the divorces always take place in the courthouse. And so there's this weird mishmash of religion sometimes or tradition and law all mashed together. But when it falls apart... It's the courts that are there to divide up and pick up the pieces. So I don't do divorce law. I don't. I know guys who do and gals. God bless them. I I couldn't do it. Um, I've heard too many stories. I've seen too many ugly stories. I've known too many people who got involved in ugly divorces. And I I don't, I don't, no, no, don't, don't, don't even, don't don't even. So Brian, thanks for sending it to me from insider.com. couple found out their marriage was not official after discovering their expired marriage license. And jokingly said we spent thirty thousand dollars not for a wedding, but for a social gathering. And I bet it was a heck of a time. Questions or comments, put them below, does it talk to you later? Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. You keep using that word. I do not think that word means what you think it means.